0: We have uh, reached out to Rick Allen-Ross, who is a deprogrammer and cult specialist. His group is the Cult Education Institute. Rick, thank you so much for being with us. We truly appreciate it. Thank you. You have quite the background. You've been involved in this for a, a very long time.
1: Yeah, I started in um, the early 80s, and I've been um, qualified, accepted, and testified as an expert on authoritarian groups called cults across the United States, including United States Federal Court. And I wrote the book, Cults Inside Out, How People Get In and Can Get Out, so that people could better understand how this phenomenon works and how common it really is.
0: How common is it?
1: Well, I think there are millions of people within uh, the United States and Canada, and, of course, globally, millions more that are involved in groups that have been called cults. And um, they, they are now proliferating across the web and using social media to recruit people. And the case in Pennsylvania is evidence of that.
0: Social media and the web, I would believe, would give people, Rick, more of an opportunity to become ensnared in this stuff because literally you could be lured in from the privacy of your own home as opposed to out in a public meeting or a venue where you come into contact with somebody like this.
1: Yes. In fact, uh, I do interventions, or what has been called the programming. I talk about that in the book. I did an intervention earlier this year uh, to try to help a a man get out of a group that recruited through YouTube. Uh, And he basically would watch YouTube over and over again with indoctrinational YouTube broadcasts by the group, and then eventually he began attending group meetings. So what, what it frequently happens is people can hook up with a group through the group's website, through YouTube, uh, through the group's Facebook page, Twitter page, uh, and then they can contribute to the group through PayPal, and they can Skype and talk with other members. And so what, what can exist today, which is uh, it, most people don't realize, a group can virtually exist on the web, and not and members may not actually meet face to face.
0: This kind of indoctrination. Who do you believe is is particularly vulnerable to it? Although I would imagine uh, that there's no specific type in general, but do you see a pattern here?
1: Uh, yes, I do. Um, a young man that I, I I met with and and tried to get out of a YouTube-based group that I mentioned. Uh, he lost a very dear friend. Uh, the friend uh, died suddenly from um, a massive heart attack. He was quite young, in his 30s, and it, it shook him. And it became uh, the, the source of, 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 of a depression. And that is uh, probably the most consistent thread that I've seen in, in the recruitment of people into groups called cults, is that they may be going through a rough patch. Uh, They may uh, have lost their job. They're going through relationship problems. They've lost someone close to them. Things are not going well. And so they're looking for a sense of relief. They're looking for answers. And at that point, a group, often quite deceptively, in a misleading fashion, lures them in in a kind of bait-and-switch con game. You've been
0: working... On this issue for so long, I saw that you go way, way back and you were actually involved um, with the Branch Davidian cult. What was that like for you? Because that became such a a high profile issue. Uh, How did you get involved in that? And then how did you um, work on this uh, David Koresh siege
1: well, during the 80s, um, I was contacted by families when the when the Branch Davidians, led by uh, Vernon Howell, later known as David Koresh, were a very obscure group. I think most people that have heard of the group don't realize that um, Howell Koresh never had more than 200 followers, so it was a very small group. Uh, though it had a long history in the area of Waco, that is that the group was started um, decades before Korish took it over from another leader, and the group had been a peaceful group that caused no problems and then when Vernon Howe Corish took over, everything changed, and families contacted me uh and i did interventions to get people out of the group successfully and it was after that uh that i was contacted by the bureau of alcohol tobacco and firearms the batf and i became aware that they were investigating the group i had no idea that they were going to raid the compound and when they did i was shocked because i had told them and warned them that the group had a large stockpile of weapons according to a member that i had recently successfully deprogrammed. so when they stormed in uh... i was just really surprised the way they did it uh... subsequently um, i was interviewed by the fbi and i disagreed with many of their tactics but i can sympathize with the fact that they had never dealt with a group like this before and that they were using old tactics um, that you would use with hostage terrorist situations as opposed to uh, devoted followers of a cult leader. And since the tragedy at Waco, which ended in that terrible fire with so many people dying and children, uh, the FBI has successfully moved and changed their negotiations with groups like this.
0: I'm glad to know that, and I'm, I'm glad there is an evolution in this. Um, when you you come into contact with um, devoted followers of an individual or individuals, how hard is it to get them to change their belief system? Because, Rick, to be honest with you, I have deep-seated beliefs. I'm sure you do, too. And sometimes when people challenge our beliefs, we dig in even harder. How do, how do you get them to move off of, of their devotion?
1: Well, I think you have to focus on the behavior, not the belief. That is, whether the group believes in UFOs, uh, reptilian aliens from outer space, as, um, as this particular group that uh, is linked to the, to the uh, death of this young man or the the group is Bible-based, meditation-oriented, martial arts, I mean, there are any number of things a group may believe. The issue is, how does the group behave, and does the group hurt people? And is the group authoritarian in such a way that people have lost their ability to function independently, to think critically, and, and function as individuals? and how has it hurt their life, has it hurt their finances, has it hurt their family relationships, their employment, uh, their education. So you look at not what the group believes, but what the group behaves and how that behavior impacts the individual. And when I do an intervention, I'm working with family members, um, uh, with a spouse, with adult children, uh, with uh, parents, and we're all sitting there with that involved individual and talking out uh, how the family became concerned, why they're concerned, and what behavior concerns them. So rather than attacking the person's beliefs, you're talking about the dynamics of the group, the behavior of the group, and how it might be harmful
0: sounds like a, a really good strategy and 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 one that I didn't think of so uh, thanks for uh, that information now let's let's pivot to what's going on with this particular story uh, you told me that this group Sherry Schreiner which is an internet group they seem to be um, very focused on a, a couple of different things simultaneously uh, one would be uh, a coming apocalypse and the other, would be um reptiles who are going to take over the planet and you said that this this group sherry schreiner may um be modeled after a, a guy named david ickies can you explain him and then maybe pivot to them
1: yeah david icky i c k e is a um um he's a Often called a conspiracy theorist. He's uh, English. Uh, he's a lecturer. He's written books. And he's posited the theory that uh, there are shape shifting alien reptiles that are trying to take over the world in a global conspiracy. And he's even said that the British royal family are shape shifters. And uh, so many groups, and I believe the Sherry Schreiner group is an example will simply take and borrow from pre-existing groups and then create a composite belief system copying the theories, the ideas of people like Icky that have come before them. And the Icky conspiracy theories are, are again, rampant on the web, and the web has created uh, the, the vehicle— to, you know, just pollinate many different groups with these kind of conspiracy theories. And uh, Schreiner has, has a website, and uh, the website has PayPal, and she makes money uh, from basically predicting the end of the world and using that as leverage to sell products and solicit donations from people that interact with her through... Uh, her web presence and also her YouTube uh, presence.
0: She has the things on here. Like uh, look at the look at the people in Hollywood. I, I see them on TV. They have uh, uh, the, their eyes are, are similar to uh, a reptilian individual. Bulges and indents in the cheeks, the the neck, and she talks about. Um, Something that she refers to as a soul scalping, a serpent possesses the human and takes over their brain and body and becomes that person. Now, Rick, when I sit with you today and talk to you, I think to myself, this seems absurd. I mean, so how does the paradigm shift for an individual where they buy into this? What happens?
1: Uh, They become isolated. Uh, That's the key, is the individual becomes really... Um, socially isolated, uh, they they become more and more embedded in a particular group. Uh, they overwhelm themselves with the YouTube, watching it endlessly. Uh, in 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 the case of the intervention that I did not long ago, that's what happened. Uh, the man was um, an, uh, a he was employed by a company, but like many people, he worked from home had a home office, he worked online, serviced accounts, etc., and he would just spend hour after hour after hour watching YouTube uh, uh, presentations from this particular group. And he just uh, overwhelmed himself, and he increasingly cut himself off from old friends, from family, uh, and his wife became increasingly concerned because she saw how isolated he was becoming and how little he was time he was spending other than uh watching the, these YouTube videos endlessly. And then eventually he started meeting up with other members of the group in uh meetings that took place so maybe an an hour and a half drive from where they lived. And he would even uh stay over on weekends uh with the group. But I think the key is that social isolation uh, and inundating yourself with the group's indoctrinational videos and presentations and and just increasingly becoming estranged and having very little communication with someone who can offer you another perspective, alternative feedback, and basically say to you, hey, that's crazy, Uh, that's really disturbing. And this is what happens to people. They become a kind of in a bubble, in an echo chamber, and they can construct that with Twitter, with Facebook, with YouTube, with Skype, and with group meetings until they don't see, they don't hear, they don't read anything but the narrative that the group wants to put forth, Uh, someone like Schreiner or Icky or whatever.
0: You also seem like you're describing political parties when you talk like that, Rick, where their followers become so indoctrinated they can't see anything else. Does anybody ever talk about uh, political parties as cults?
1: Well, yes, and I've been interviewed about, about that. But the difference is that we have the democratic elective process. We have uh, transparency built in through the Constitution and through multiple branches of government and the courts. Uh, when, when you're dealing with someone like Schreiner or Icky, they don't—they're not accountable to anyone. There is no transparency. Uh, you know, Schreiner, uh, Icky, and others—they—they uh, don't—they don't, they don't uh, respect the idea that there is an alternative uh, view. It's their view, their view is revealed from a source that cannot be questioned, and if you question them, you question the higher power that they represent, and they accuse you of being uh, part of the conspiracy or whatever. I mean, there is no balance, there is no accountability, and there is no meaningful transparency. In, in, in fact, uh, there are warring factions on YouTube regarding Shriner. I was looking this morning, and there is one group that has a YouTube video accusing Shriner herself of being a reptilian alien. And uh, I wonder if the, if the young man who died saw that video, because the video uh, accuses Shriner of being a, a reptilian alien.
0: Have you ever seen uh, a case like this where there is a shooting over uh, a cult like this? Have you ever seen this before in your career?
1: Well, yes, I've, I've, I've dealt with suicides and and killings. Uh, the most recent uh, that, 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 that comes to mind is the Word of Life Christian Church in Utica, New York. Uh, this was a small group that basically lived and met largely in a former uh, school building uh, in the area of Utica. And uh, they, they existed in this building, and they raised their children, and they, the children knew no other life than the group and its leaders, which were, was basically one family that ruled over this group that was less than 100. And when two teenagers entertained ideas of leaving, they were beaten inside the group building. One of them was was hospitalized. One of them died. And the leaders of the group were indicted by a grand jury, and uh, they are now sentenced to prison. The parents who were, in my opinion, pawns of the leaders, uh, who beat their own children with electrical cords until one was dead, uh, in my in my view, uh, were under undue influence. were manipulated, and did this under that undue influence. So there have been many, many tragedies. There there are many children who die every year uh, simply because they're their family belongs to a group that does not believe in medical care and children die from medical neglect. Uh there is one leader of a, a church in Philadelphia and and parents of a child who are now going through criminal proceedings because they denied medical care to their to their child. And and the child, if that child had received the medical care, uh would have lived. So there have been overwhelmingly needless deaths due to medical neglect uh, because of groups that have been called cults.
0: Rick Allen Ross, interesting stuff. You are the author of the book, Cults Inside Out. You are a deprogrammer, cult specialist, and you are the founder of the Cult Education Institute. We appreciate you taking the time to discuss this with us this morning. Um, Should we need you in the future, would you be available?
1: Sure. Thank you very much for having me on.
0: Very educational. T-Mobile
1: has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.